Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, Right Warshaw Brother George Mudgery. Warshaw Brother Joe. And Warshaw Brother Ken. We're up here during the midst of uh, the wrath of God coming down in the background. We got some serious lightning storms going on in the back. Some yeah. nasty cloud to ground lightning. Joe said he didn't make his quota. I didn't make my quota on stealing souls, so <laughs> this is what happens. And it's still hot up here, too. It's extremely it's hot. Out, so I have to get a, uh, have to get a fan. Yeah. Definitely have to get a fan or an air conditioner or something in that window. Yeah. we got to find out what we did with that air conditioner. It should be in the back corner over there. I think so, but we'll find it. If somebody took it, just go to their <laughs> house, because uh, what they don't know is underneath in Sharpie it says, Warfield Brother Joe Zanino. Oh. So took it. took it. I could just go to their house. Look at you. Did you really do that? Yeah, you're, you're the one who writes your name on a red Solo cup, don't you? Nah, I don't care about that. The alcohol. <laughs> the alcohol will kill the germs. <laughs> Anyway, we are up here today and we're going to be talking about how to navigate Masonic discourse when in, in a troubled situation or disharmony, how to conflict, yeah, disharmony. Masonic how to conflict deal with Masonic conflict. There we go. Uh, I've got a couple examples. I'm sure uh, Worship Brother Joe and Ken have examples. Um, <clears throat> uh, D.D. Robinson, brothers, can I come up next Sunday? What do we think? No. No? Yeah, no. What are you bringing? <laughs> You'll pay for that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't Absolutely. see why not. It's, that's fine by me. Um, as long as you wear your, your KN95 mask, because, you know, yes. the K means it's from China. Korea? Korea. So, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's already got COVID. Oh, I'm just kidding, Didi. Yeah, not a problem. Um, but uh, we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about basically navigating conflict in a Masonic lodge and amongst brothers. Uh, it was brought to us by uh, I think it was Keith Noonan who's on Discord because I asked the Discord guys um, about you know what do you guys feel like here and again Discord gets first priority. And He's one of those if, British chaps, right? Yes, mm. and if you want to become a Discordian and get first priority, Joe. Oh, for them. as little as $3 a month, you too can join Patreon and become a member where you'll receive exclusive content to Patreon-only recordings. <laughs> you'll have access to Discord, which will include the uh, chat room, the phone chat, and... Uh, a video chat possibility as well, although we haven't used that function that much yet. No. But it does exist. Um, maybe I could do a little dance for you. That'll be another five bucks a month. God. But uh, you get that. You get your gold tone Freemasons podcast pin, which uh, some of our Discordians have been receiving in the mail this week. Um, it's a good time. So for as little as three 
$3 a month. Doesn't mean that's all you can give mm. for as little as $3 a month. So before we get heavy into it and before we do the likes and everything, uh, <clears throat> you had a, uh, we'll talk about the, talking about conflict and everything. And you had a discussion the other night that you were telling us before we went live between a particular brother. Yeah, we, we could leave his name out, but one of the, uh, we just happened to be talking before the show and talking about uh, disagreements and conflicts mm. between, and this brother. Hold uh, on one second. Listener! <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, go ahead. This brother uh, was, was trying to claim that uh, the York Rite was of a, a higher degree or of a higher importance than Blue Lodge and outranked Blue Lodge and was trying to state that the Grand Commander outranked the most worshipful grandmaster of the state of Connecticut. Brother Ken, can you can you fill us in as to what that if that's true or not? That is erroneous. <laughs> it is completely <laughs> erroneous. As a member of Commander, I can tell you, I mean you're I mean, the way it's always been explained to me, and I'm sure you guys have heard the same thing, is you're never more of a Mason than when you take that third degree and you become a master Mason. Everything else just confers additional light. You can right. learn new valuable lessons. You can meet more interesting brothers. Mm. But it doesn't mean that you outrank the no. grandmaster of the as state a, when you join one of those bodies. And yeah. even as a matter of fact, when uh, we have our meetings, um, you know, when we have certain events, and I think a the grandmaster is even allowed to join in on a commandery meeting whenever he wants. And he doesn't even have to necessarily be a knight. He shows up. He's afforded the highest position. Yeah. He still gets the last word. Yeah, so, the appended yeah. bodies do pay homage to the Grandmaster. Absolutely. Yes. And it's even stated in, um, you know, in, in your EA degree when you're receiving your apron. Mm-hmm. You, know, no, uh, you know, even the, uh, mm-hmm. the Star and Garter, the Golden Fleece, or whatever honorable uh, title is given to you by Prince Potentate and whatnot. I won't mm-hmm. say it word for word specifically, but those listening know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, there, there's no higher degree or honor than being a, a third degree Blue Lodge Mason. So I say, for our British friends, I say poppycock. <laughs> and uh, for Messner, and, and for, for Messner, I say Messner's wrong again. I say, this is what we always say, getting Messner. <laughs> We're whispering good counsel, except yeah. George is kind of screaming it at the top. We're not so whispering it. We're broadcasting it. Broadcasting good counsel. That's broadcasting good counsel. So if you have another brother who thinks that commandery or Scottish right is higher than Blue Lodge, Send that brother's way. wrong again. <laughs> Mama's wrong again. <laughs> no, Joe, you're wrong. Um, Tempers are so ornery because they got all them swords and no one to fight. <laughs> 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 oh, it's hot as hell up here. Yeah, I'm sweating heavily. I can say I could see because it's definitely glistening off your head like yeah. you were Edward in Twilight. That's the twinkle from Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't sweat off of either, so. It's like this Edward is... from Twilight yeah, when, when he hits the light. The sun, Oof. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. That's all right. <laughs> Twinkling. Oh, man. Anyway, so uh Let's talk about it. I'm actually going to crack this window behind me before we continue. So if you hear traffic, sorry, guys, it's hot as hell or up here. Or thunder. You may hear some thunder, yeah. some lightning. I checked the radar before. It's thunder. not thunder. The train. Well, the train's not running today, right? So. Um, no, it hasn't been running for a while. They've been doing bus service only since this COVID thing hit. Yeah. And I think they were doing some construction on the tracks. But you might get a little background noise, but just pretend that you're out in your backyard uh, mm. by a fire pit enjoying the soothing sounds of 
the Freemasons podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go some likes. Let's do some likes. Why not? We haven't done them in, since. Did we do them last time? Yep. I think we did, right? Yep. So uh, anyway, here we got. We got um, Shiler Ratcliffe, Devin East, Marcio Lionel, Benjamin Kessler, Cesar Velardez. Not Cesar Romero. No, Cesar Velardez. You have no idea so, who Cesar Romero is. Nope. Worship Brother Ken. Yes, sir. Being that you were an absentee for our like last time. Mm, I apologize for that. Lead it. I would like to uh, apologize to you guys for being late last time. Oh, no apologies. It was well, sonic of me, and usually when I plan to be oh. somewhere, I am there promptly, and I let you all down. So no worries. Nah. Now all I make good. you feel bad. We just like to break your balls. I know. Brethren. <laughs> Right hand, two arms. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. I'm going to turn my mic. Wow, that one was really in unison. We're like spot that on. Had, yeah, we're getting good at it. That was precise. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's go through some situations of where there was a disagreement that... Um, that could have been handled better in Masonic conduct. And we'll start with a situation that I had. Um, <clears throat> everybody knows about what happened inside my lodge when I was master, but we're not going to talk about that. You want to hear about it? Listen back. Other episodes. But this is a different situation. And uh, this situation actually occurred in a, in a commandery where... Um, there was a certain person who didn't feel that he was getting the support that he wanted from the commandery, and he was in a position of power, and he was calling out basically certain knights by, by name, saying, well, this isn't what you've done. You haven't done this. You haven't done that. You know, and he made it an entire spectacle in the middle of the Masonic meeting um, about how he wasn't getting support and this, that, and the other thing. And there's a time and place for everything. Yeah. And there's also a um, there's also a way to conduct yourself diplomatically, or as I'd say, Masonically, where you don't need to show your ass in a lodge. Right. Public ridicule is never really no. a good idea. Not a good idea. And it violates rule number one. And it does violate number, rule number one. But, you know, again, me as the grand, I was a grand, well, I'm still a grand commandery officer, but I'm a grand commandery officer. I hadn't been to this particular commandery um, in a while, um, only because it's one of my lodges. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, and... I hadn't been there in a while only because I had a lot of other running around to do for other commanderies that I have to attend. And again, I have to basically follow the grand commander. And I decided this one night, hey, I'm going to come. I'm going to come hang out at my, you know, my commandery, whatever, and see the guys. I haven't been there in a while. And when I showed up, this event occurred. And it really puts a bad taste in your mouth. And it does for me because... You know, this is my own lodge, or my own commandery. Uh, and the other thing I automatically think of is, why am I wasting my time being here? I shouldn't have to sit here and listen to this. Like, this is not what I come, 
I come to lodge to, or, or commandery or whatever to enjoy the ritual, the camaraderie, the peace and quiet. And I say peace and quiet, meaning it's not, it's not being home and it's not going to work. Right. It's you know the same reason why I enjoy hanging out with you two. Aww. It's, it's your sanctuary. Yeah, it's, it's my like sanctuary. Meditation. It's my, some so, meditation. Yeah. It's my, it's my way to kind of decompress. A little decompress. Little. Yeah, remove yourself from the outside world. And now, world. Right. And now I'm in a situation where I am now having to deal with the same stresses inside of a commandery that I enjoy going to. Yeah. If you wanted to stay, if right. you wanted to hear people yell at each other, you could stay home and do right. that. <laughs> Number two is I instantly thought of, and this commandery is struggling, you know, again, I'm not, I'm trying to keep it vague, but the commandery is struggling to bring in new knights, and, and realistically, I mean, this is, this is nationwide, nobody, you know, Scottish Rite usually is, I guess you can say, they're the, the limelight of, of appending bodies. They're the guys with the big house of the temple, the, mm-hmm. the guys that are always putting out this, that, everything. Commandery, chapter and council, York, right? Really? Not so much. They're kind of like the less popular of the two appending bodies, right? So they're hurting for knights. And I think about, you know, that guy who was just knighted, and thank God there was none there that night. But I think about um, that guy who was just knighted and sitting in commandery for the first time and he's in the asylum and sitting down and he has to listen to that shit right instantly if i'm already and again i'm i'm an established knight been doing less if i'm aggravated he's already like the hell with this right i don't need this i don't need this this isn't what i signed up for and that's how we lose knights so that's my um i guess that would be my masonic um peak or quarrel that i have with uh and again i was uh, at one point a blue edge council president and this is another situation that happened where there was an argument or uh and this is uh, not during the blue edge council this is an argument that happened between lodges who are all in the same building and a particular brother during the blue edge council meeting decided to bring up this particular temple board lodges business and show his ass in front of everybody. Oh, not for nothing. The brothers from Litchfield don't care what's happening at this said lodge or, you know, or this particular, they don't care. They're coming there for other reasons. And I mean, and in fact, it's the blue lodge council in our state, not every, state mm-hmm. or jurisdiction has that Correct. same kind Thank of you. thing but basically it's it's several lodges from our district because we're broken out all of our lodges yep. are broken down into districts and the whole point of it is to collaborate right to learn from each other right and if you're airing out dirty laundry right nobody's gonna want to go no right and in in <laughs> truth be told um i feel like that particular night caused a major decrease in attendance from that night. And again, I was Blue Edge Council President, what, two, three years ago? I, think I have no idea. It was two, three years ago. Got me. Something and like if you look at that Blue Edge Council now, well, granted, minus the COVID thing, but if you look at it now, the attendance sucks. And I've always said that... You're talking about our Blue Edge Council? Our Blue Edge Council. Mm-hmm. Attendance is not—it's not very well attended anymore. Yeah. It's not 
terrible, but it's not, not great. Terrible, but it's not. It could be better. And again, I remember there was you know, forty, fifty Masons in Blue Lodge Council, and part of it is Blue Lodge Councils, and I know in every jurisdiction does it, but um, they're meant to. Well, the hell with it. We'll talk about it while we're on it. A couple things I cannot stand about Blue Lodge Councils: uh, announcements. Okay. Oh yeah, they go. I don't give yeah. a rat's ass when your lodge is holding its chili cook off. You want to get a major eye roll from one room to the other on me? I don't care when your chili cook off is. You know, take those announcements. Put it in a pamphlet. Put it in a pamphlet. Oh, you bastard! You stole it right out from underneath me. Um, Yell it out. But or no, hand it out during the meeting. Or, or hand it out during the meeting. If somebody's interested, they could take a flyer. Call, yeah. call it a flyer. There's nothing worse than the Mason. May I borrow this for a minute? Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. It's, Joe, it's Joe's portfolio, mm-hmm. it if is. you will, right? It is. The Mason stands up, and they do announcements, and he opens it up, and, like, the whole roll of paper rolls out from underneath and the portfolio. And, and we got this. And we got this. And it's every master from every lodge standing up and doing that, too. In the district, right. Too. And, and maybe, right. and it's every master, yeah, or, yeah, or a secretary, whoever the hell is the representative for that lodge that night, stands up, and... Everybody's announced everything. And am I not the... I, I, I can't be the only one sitting here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm no, hoping that I get a bad case of the, of the shits. Come on. So I can just get the hell out of here. For the first two announcements that every master has, I have my phone out. And I'll add things like right. if I'm open. But then after uh-huh. that, after it gets to like five, six, seven, then I just put my right. phone away. And it's like... Yeah. I think everybody else does the same thing. And there's right. a few Can't smart be. lodges out there. Like in District 1, I know uh, Temple 65 down in Westport. Ashler Aspetuck does it. I think Washington does it as well. They'll just bring a few copies of the trestle board. Brothers, here. Here's our upcoming events. If anybody's interested, hand them Nowadays, out. So the older guys will take it. The younger guys will just take a picture of it, so they, don't, you know, everybody can see right. what's going on, and done. Like, right. The, the, that takes like a half hour, and it's just that and roll call. And but Blue Ridge Council meetings are not meant to be for bitching. And you know, I mean, granted, there was a short period of time with a certain grandmaster that there was a lot of bitching. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Um, but it's not what it's supposed to be. It's not meant to stand up, air out your dirty laundry and, or, you know, bitch and complain about this or bitch and complain about that. Or it's not what it's supposed to be. If anything, you should have a program and don't make it a boring program. I will have to say nobody gives a shit about the history of your lodge. Nobody cares. Mm. I disagree. I care. I, care I don't about care. The history of the lodges. Do history of masonry as a whole. No, I care about the history of the lodges. Yeah, I like the history of different lodges. Really? Too. Yeah, because I sometimes I just not I as much as you like chili cookoffs, but <sighs> no offense to lodges, but I have no interest in in hearing about the history of the lodge. Mm-hmm. I, d- I don't. I think so blue lodge it. councils work the best when you know when a problem gets solved. Those are the Blue Lodge Council meetings I love being at, where someone's like, man, we're down all of our senior officers for the EA degree that we have coming up next week. Can you guys help me out? And everybody jumps up, and then they have a whole degree cast. Let me me explain what I mean by your Lodge history, okay? For instance, uh, uh, Brother Benjamin Blumenthal. Hey, I care. My Lodge is Paul Revere's Lodge. Okay, that's a historical figure that everybody's like, oh, I want to hear what happened, what he did during, you know, while he was attending that Lodge. Maybe he says, yeah, I jumped out of Lodge, and I went and stabbed a Brit in the throat or something like that. But, like, that's interesting. You know what I mean? 
Nobody wants to hear about, you know, just... Don't say no about it. You. You don't want to hear I it. don't want to hear about right. it. I okay. don't. That's right. Oh, did you know on this night in 1987 they had a cigar night and chili cook-off? Well, that's not history. That's just a rehash of the minutes. I'm talking about, you know, laying of the cornerstone for the building. Or maybe your lodge building was used during the, you know, as a stop along the Underground Railroad or something like that. Um, That's cool. But, yeah, I don't want to hear about the chili cook-off in 1987. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's not history. That show, <laughs> Nathan Moss, who's stabbing who now? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some really, really cool programs at Blue Lodge Council meetings too. Like one of the last few that I've been to, they did um, like they they have a high school robotics team or whatever in that particular town where that lodge was, and they brought in all the kids from the robotics team and they brought <laughs> some robots. That's pretty cool. And like you know, the the median age. Did of, you bring in yours? I didn't. He is a robot. <laughs> Your nah, I, I didn't want to try to like show anybody up, but like you know, the median age of brothers that attend those functions, you know, it's like sixties, seventies, and maybe these guys don't even know about some of the stuff that these kids are doing in right. school now. And it was, yeah. I thought it was interesting. People seemed to like it, and it wasn't boring, dry, you know, rote. Right, um, and you've done the um, perfect master degree for District Three on at a Blue Lodge Council meeting, right? Wasn't that? Or was it the perfect master? Perfect crafts, perfect crafts. I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's when Joe got molested by the ghost. No, I wasn't here. I don't think that was me. I took. Oh, that was a fellow craft thing. Yeah, that's when I got molested Mm. by the ghost. Oh wait, I took the degree and then they immediately made me the chaplain of the Council of Past Masters. Voluntold. Yeah, we did a. uh, It happens a lot. First district quite a few years ago did uh, Order of the Sword of Bunker Hill. I want to see that one. It's a good one. It's a fun one. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to do something in Blue Lodge Council. As a program, do that. Perfect craftsman degree. Sort of Bunker Hill. Uh, something. Do the, you know, bring in the, the Red Men. Although, I don't know if they're going to be called the Red Men anymore because. Why know. not? You never know. I don't know. Sensor culture. But uh, the Red Men, is in, I'll be clear about this, the, the Order of the Red Men, I think it's called. Uh, there used to be a chapter here in Seymour, and uh, it actually has nothing to do with Native Americans. It was, they actually derived their roots from the real Sons of Liberty, right? The, uh, the where they party. dressed up like Indians and did the tea party, which is why they called themselves the Order of the Red Men or whatever. So it's interesting. There's a lot of like really small, not well known, uh, like orders within the, the different appendant bodies that you never hear about. Right. And like, you know, the uh, Order of, oh God, you probably know this because it's York, right? But Order of. Night Masons? Order of Night Masons, yeah. yep. Like, those mm-hmm. kinds of bodies, there, there usually aren't a lot of them floating around there's in There's Night Masons, there's the Rosicrucians, yeah. there's... But to have somebody come in and do a little yeah, something, something like that would be There's so cool. freaking many. Yep. Um, but anyway, that's that, that was my, my, I guess, my complaints about... Now, how do you, how do, you do... What the hell was that? Sound like a door shut. Was that me leaning in my Ah, uh, no, 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 no. I bet you, you do you guys leave the door open to the main? Or at least crack the yeah, little bit? Yeah, so there's a cross I bet you the cross breeze sucked the door closed. That's probably what it is. No, uh, no ghosts. Yeah, we'll go with that. Go find out. Let us know. I'm joking. <laughs> anyway, um... Nathan Moss wants to join the Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> oh, look who's watching. Worshipful Brother John yeah. Gates. Hello, John Gates. <laughs> We were just talking um, about you two episodes ago, brother. 
So how do you how do you um, how do you conduct yourself? How do you fix that? Well, in the two cases, um, th this particular, uh, in my first case, the guy was the commander. So there's nothing really you could do about that, and that's more of a, a governance thing where. You can't really stand up and oppose well, it and lodge really because now you're just going to escalate the situation. Right, but people showed their disdain for it by not showing up anymore. Yeah. Like, that's how you, that's how you take care of that. Right. Uh, and two, um, again, I was the president at this other, at this Blue Edge Council, and at some point I should have shut it down. But the other thing is, when do you shut it down? When do you finally say, all right, time's up. You've had enough. Like, I've given you the floor for a little bit. You're now drawing it out. This has nothing to do with Blue Lodge. When do I shut this down? So it's it's a balancing act. But um, for those listening and you have a particular gripe or mature complaint in regards to whether it be a, a temple board disagreement, two lodges in the same building having a disagreement, you know, the last thing you should ever do is go to a lodge and do it in front of younger masons. It should only be realistically top officers or temple board should have nothing to do with the lodge. One thing I absolutely hate, and again, we don't have a temple board up here. And I think, Joe, you... Yeah, we disbanded ours last year. Disbanded yours. Um, we still have one. And I just <laughs> got pointed by the mester to be the representative, one of the representatives from my lodge on the temple board. So, but yeah. Might I make a suggestion? Please, by all means, yeah. Don't bring... What happens to the temple board into lodge? Oh no! Bring it to an officers' meeting. Yeah, I mean we bring up reports every once in a while, like financial reports from Temple right. Corporation. If there's going to be a work day or something, but yeah, we don't bring issues up we, in a lodge meeting. It's we have to get through minutes. We have to get through business. We have to get through votes and bills and bullshit. The last thing you want to do is bring something else extra in there that people are going to be like, "Oh my god, kill me now." Mm -hmm. So that, that's not a suggestion I would have. But again, you know, my advice sometimes sucks too. I'm not. No, right that's a good one. I'm I don't not like right being in the spotlight anyway, so I'm not going to stand up and try to like talk for talking's sake in a meeting anyway. Right. So they right. like me for for that reason. <laughs> He's such a quiet guy. Yeah. Where should we go to jail? Why don't you give us a situation or something uh, that? There's fall. been several. There's been several that I can think of, and I know we talked about a uh, little bit about a Masonic trial quite a few mm. episodes ago. That we had in in our lodge and that's actually your your absolute last resort you always hope that you could try to find a way to mm -hmm. to resolve the issue before it gets to that um but you know it, sometimes it's just it's petty quarrels it's, it's over things right. that aren't super important um i won't name names on this one but if he's listening he'll know who he is um i was doing the past master's degree mm -hmm. and I was I was on top of this past master's degree. I started communicating it probably about before we went dim. I started communicating who I wanted in my cast because I wanted to do it from memory. A lot of past master mm -hmm. degrees, they'll pull out the little pamphlets and read each part. At least I've been to quite a few. Yeah, I haven't seen too many from memory. I wanted to do it from memory, and that's why I gave everybody you know, six months maybe probably closer to seven, say, here's, I cleaned up the ritual. I didn't change the ritual, but there were redundancies. There were paragraphs that were read twice because people were reading it. So I cleaned it up, sent a copy out to everybody that agreed to be part of the past master's degree. 
and um, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it from memory. And nobody in the lodge, that current member of our lodge, has seen it done by memory. I'm like, all right, I'll be the first one. It was actually Bob first, that uh, worship brother Bob first, that suggested that I try to do that. So here we are, and I sent it out. We had rehearsals. We did what we needed to do. And uh, one brother who decided he wasn't going to show up for any of the rehearsals because he oh. knew he, he was just going to read it, and blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? He showed up and started reading, and I'm like, no, you're reading the wrong part. Like, did you not get the revised mm-hmm. script that I sent out? Did you not memorize it? Well, we're like in the middle of the degree, and he's like, nope, this is wrong. This is wrong. Uh, it's not, not uh, supposed to be done this way. And I'm like, and I knew it so well, and I knew the old script so well. I'm like, you're about two paragraphs behind. If you jump two paragraphs ahead, you'll be right where I am. Mm-hmm. And then that made him more upset because I was right. Mm. But it's like, dude, this is not the time or the place to uh, to have that discussion. Like, we're here. We're opening. The guy's yeah. in the room. You're That's not the place someone. to do it. And he, and he had a little bit of a hissy fit. Um, and I think there was some ego involved there, too, because he knew he couldn't do it. You were the master that year, too? I was the outgoing master doing yeah. the uh, doing the past master degree for the incoming master. That makes it doubly hard because you're being disrespected in front of everyone. Yeah, and yeah. In, in front of almost every past ma- living past master in our lodge. Yeah, that's it's even there. Worse. So, uh, but you know, it, we squashed it because I think he realized you know, he he was the one out of like ten past masters that didn't do his homework, that didn't want to do it this way. Everybody else was on board. So he, he quickly backed back down, but it's like, did we did we really need to to come to that? Like right. that it was just it was annoying. Um, but it does happen. We're all human, so I mean, granted, like you know. yeah, but it's like that's not the time. That's not the time to voice your discontent for the way that we did it. It was what a typical. Well, we've never right. done it this way before. Yeah, but six months ago, I told you this is how we're gonna do it. Right. So stop, just right. stop. <laughs> Um, but and that's then that's where you know I'll borrow I'll borrow uh, three rules from somebody who's almost as famous as me. Uh, but when it comes to contentions and and disharmony in a lodge, you know I, I've got three rules. We'll put aside my my other two, which are my own. Yeah, three, three new rules. Three new rules borrowed okay. from somebody almost as famous as me. And when you when you find yourself in one of these situations, we'll see if any of the youngsters on. Uh, on the feed here we'll remember so stop collaborate and listen the three jewels of josephus stop collaborate listen i don't know why i thought you were going to say stop drop and roll no stop collaborate (laughs) stop collaborate and listen but you're setting somebody back with the brand new edition i know what you meant yes i got it (laughs) but no that's serious those are three useful rules stop collaborate discuss it and most importantly, shut up and listen. Both mm-hmm. sides, shut up and listen. Uh, That's how not. you resolve conflict. You always got sage with the gauge and vanilla with the nine. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> brother, <Ken. laughs> back top down so your hair can blow. Hundred percent. Push brother Ken. What do you got? I'm not going to go into any specific circumstances. We I never do. Yeah, I really. <laughs> but then get really specific after we. Yeah, everybody knows what lodge I belong to and stuff. I don't. Know, we've got listeners from my lodge, so. But you are part of a chapter, a council, and a commander. I am. Yeah, but this particular circumstance, I'm not going to say what caused this, but 
there was a time maybe five or six years ago in my Masonic career, I was probably a junior officer. I was either, you know, senior steward or junior deacon or something, but there was a lot of this kind of stuff going on in the lodge. Mm. Um, no specifics and no names, but it was happening often enough that me as a young Mason was starting to look at and what you said earlier kind of perked my ears up because that's exactly what happened to me. I saw too mm-hmm. much of it, too mm-hmm. much politicking and too much contention, and I was like, this isn't what I signed up for. I don't enjoy coming to Lodge anymore. And there was a time where I almost thought about stepping out of the officer's line and even stepping away from masonry for a little while to kind of, you know, until that, until those issues resolved themselves without mm-hmm. me having to be there present for them. Right. Um, luckily, I stuck it out. And I'm glad I did. I'm really glad I did because the other really good thing about masonry is when things get to that level, unlike in other organizations where everything can escalate, mm. masons will usually, if there's an issue during a meeting, by the end of the meeting, it's usually resolved. Mm. Yes, usually. Yeah. It, it rarely goes even overnight. Like mm. it, that Before you leave, you have a way to resolve. And I usually remind brothers of that uh, that very important part of uh, one of our degrees where like there should be no contention between brothers yep if you're hearing the noise in the background it is torrentially downpouring outside yeah, so. it'll cool things off hopefully hopefully um but, yeah i mean i'm glad i stuck with it mike sobra a lot greetings of the... from delta grand lodge number one in beirut beirut wow lebanon yeah, lebanon beirut. beirut wow continue ken sorry far away brother <clears throat> i just want to acknowledge it um yeah so i mean i was i was pretty much done it's just Man, don't ruin the sanctity of the lodge room. Don't ruin the sanctity of the asylum or, you know, whatever whatever your appendant body calls where you meet. Um, there's a reason we go to these things. There's a reason we want to be with our brothers. And, you know, we don't want to have to deal with all of the nastiness from the profane world. Mm. So the best thing that I can say is whisper to the council. If you have an issue with another brother, resolve it one on one. Don't make the master have to get involved. Or yeah, that was a bright. That was close. <laughs> <lightning stroke. laughs> I was right outside the window. Oh, yeah, the out there. This yeah. has been Tarwood's advice. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go out and get more souls to make this stop. Thus spoke as the Lord. Oh. oh God. <laughs> I love that FX look. Um. Yeah, but no. In all seriousness, though, like, um, yeah, you you just don't don't want to bring it to lodge. You know, the best thing you do is we talk about it in in Masonic Lodge all the time, where we talk a darn a degree. Whisper good counsel. If you got a problem, yeah. or there's nothing wrong with whisper it. Whisper but there's right. also nothing one wrong one. with it if it involves more than one people. Hey, let's us five go in the other room and have a conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And just you know. Hang it all out on the table there. Well, there was even one instance in, in when I was uh, I was interim master at this point, and there was a contention between two brothers in the lodge, and I it's the only time I've ever seen it happen in lodge where I had to knock the gavel clear immediately, go to refreshment, clear the room, and I kept those two brothers in there, and I gave them a piece of my mind, mm. and then uh, invited one of them not to come back in, and then when everything was cleared up. Came back from refreshment and continue with the rest of the meeting. Why sometimes it, you have to do that. And why is it every time that you start talking, you hear, hear the thunder and lightning starts cracking? Yeah, I know. Because I'm an ordained minister. Nah, I figured. <laughs> I'm, I am close to God. I am. I am the all. The all is one. 
I have heard of a lot of Warner's brothers that had issues um, mm. with each other say that it was okay for them to be downstairs after a meeting yelling at each other or whatever, hashing mm-hmm. it out because they weren't an open lodge, so it was okay. And I'm like, no, there shouldn't there shouldn't be disharmony no matter what. Like, obviously, it's forbidden from the lodge room. The master's going to shut right. the meeting I mean, let's down. Be, but it doesn't mean you can do it in front of everybody else downstairs. You're still not room. acting. Well, let's be honest. Yeah, okay, would you sit like there? Uh, would you sit there and worship uh, the Joseph Schultz? It should be resolved before leaving. It's like a married couple that should never go to yeah. bed angry. Yeah, 100%. True. But also, with the, you know, in addition to that as well, you wouldn't be freaking scrapping with your old lady in front of company, would you? No. No. You do it behind closed doors, correct? Right. right. And there would actually be nothing more powerful than I'm, th- you know, I'm thinking if I'm sitting here, I'm a visiting brother or I'm a newer Mason. And I'm in Lodge where I saw these two brothers kind of get into it during Lodge and it was squashed then. But then afterwards, they're downstairs. If I saw those two brothers walk outside, take care of their business come back in together as we we've seen this happen a thousand times where they come in and mm-hmm. arm in arm smiling joking mm-hmm. i'd be like wow that's pretty cool yeah and like, that's actually a more works. powerful message right. than get into a freaking argument in front of everybody and not for nothing though if you guys both go on the side of the building and freaking thump one another and i'm not advocating that but i'm just saying like to sit there and realistically think that two brothers would not get angry that's like saying no i have a perfect marriage and we never fight doesn't happen. Yeah, we're going to disagree. It's, right. it's, it's, and you're going to get pissed off at one another. I mean, two right. people, you know, or, you know, who are friends, relationship, whatever, you're going to battle it out. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. okay. You know, Absolutely. as long as you come to, uh, you know, as long as you, two things, don't take any personal gripe between two brothers about a situation personally. Remember and two, your obligations. And number two, in addition to that, don't take it personally, but don't make it personal. Right. Again, if you're sitting there and saying this effing thing, this, you know, this, this effing that or whatever, it's fine. It's an F word in a conversation. But when you go F you, now you've made it personal or you're a son of a bitch or something right. like that. Or, you know, when you start name calling, now it, you've taken the argument from a from an a, aggravation. You've made the argument not about the subject. But right, now you're attacking personal. each other. Right, right. So I would say, yeah, don't take it personal, but don't make it personal. I agree. Uh, Worship Brother Joseph Schultz, how do you resolve issues between two lodges? Is that a district issue? Who heads that up? Ooh. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's why I hate temple boards. You know why? Because they got nothing to do with district deputies or green lodges. Yeah. I think Sometimes you should put drive two, lodges. I think you should put two lodges in the same room and battle royale. Pugil sticks? Like mm. American Gladiator mm. style? No. Oh, you're going like full-on Survivor Series I'm Battle Royale. Like over the top rope. You put the rope around your head and dip your hands in glass. That was Kickboxer. Kickboxer. Actually, they did Whatever. it in both. I'll take that back. I think they might Just have Ken in the both. basement, just tong, po, tong, po, kicking the freaking, kicking the cement stanchion on the Yeah, so that was Kickboxer. Uh, <laughs> not to mention, no, no, no. But don't forget about Chung Lee in Bloodsport. <laughs> right. This is why I hate temple boards. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I can't stand them. I think they should be dissolved because once you've taken it to a corporation level, now there's nobody mediating besides the temple corp. And who made them, who, who's able to solve the problem of a temple corp? Well, even if you have five 
five people. You know, one lodge got three, one lodge got two. Well, who's always going to be asked out no, on that situation? The right. Temple Corporation is beholden to the bodies that. How many times has that happened? I know, I know, but that is theory, how it's yeah. supposed to work. And okay, it's bathroom shit. That's right. what that is because that's exactly what that is. There was actually a meeting that we had. And the grandmaster at the time called a meeting of uh, you know, masters and wardens, whatever. And there were a lot of things being discussed. But one of the things that um, I think it was the grand secretary who mentioned it, it always stuck out to me. It was completely unrelated. But he said, just so you guys know, temple corporations are beholden to the lodges that whose representatives make up the temple corporation. Mm. And if there's an issue with a temple corporation, Grand Lodge can help you out as well. Because they're still masons. It's still... It's not a Masonic organization, but it's an organization of Masons representing, you know, Masonic work. So they are, I mean, I know that's, yeah, I know you're looking at me. No, 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 continue. And yeah, but I know my, my I temple board. I gave you the head bow. Yeah, I mean, my I temple gave board the sometimes bow. just kind of ignores that fact too. But when I heard him say that, I never heard it like said by somebody from Grand Lodge in a clear cut way before. And I was like, you know what? He's right. So I think at the time we were having problems getting financial reports from ours or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, we, I'm master. I can just request it. Right. And but the problem is, and the problem with that is, is you, when you have other, again, if let's say you're on the losing side of the, of the lodge corporation, you got, let's say we'll go with the, the, the series, the five, right? The losing side. What do you mean? So you're always going to have an odd number on a Temple Corp, right? No, I got you. Because you have to have a uh, you have to have a, 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 a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. So let's just say one lodge has three, one lodge has two. Well, what if you're the master of the two and the three who are in charge say, "We ain't giving them financials. We'll get them when we we're, we're when we're ready to give them to them." Yeah. Fair point. You know what I mean, Thanks, brother? So what I would much rather see is, you know, dissolving of the Temple Corp, two lodges just actually have a joint meeting from time to time and everything get discussed there amongst all of the brothers rather than five guys who decide everything. Yeah, and rather than And if that doesn't work, celebrity death match. Just battle it out. Battle That's to a the good death. idea. I like that. We don't really have any kind of like association of the two lodges that should Vote Marjorie 2020. Yeah. Nope. My running mate is HR. <laughs> You guys would make a good ticket. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'll make Joe my secretary of defense. Oh, I thought that job was open to me, but whatever. Ken would be my... Uh, no, I'd make you the Department of the State. I'd make you the... Actually, I State should be Department? Secretary State of State. Department. I'm more diplomatic. He's better with weapons. He should be defense. Well, we, we've never actually established that. that you're you haven't come weapons. out... You're an evil T-1000. Joe makes a point, so we'll keep it that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with this. Either way. And I'm going to go with... I'm the diplomat. DD is our public relations officer. <laughs> He'd be good at that. He's our, yeah, he's like our... our um, what's his name? Sean Spicer? The uh, press secretary? That's who he gets up on the podium and answers all the press questions. Uh, so what did, yeah. uh, what did Brother Mudry mean when he uh, said this? Worship Brother Joseph Schultz. What is a Temple Corp? I'll tell you what a Temple Corp is. Temple Corporation is a corporation that runs or... Yeah, basically runs or makes all the final decisions of a particular building when there's more than one lodge in it. And typically they have separate charter, separate set of bylaws. They are uh-huh. a corporation in and of themselves that uh-huh. is responsible for the business aspects of running the building. Mm-hmm. Paying the taxes, and all that kind of stuff. Usually the lodges uh, will uh-huh. rent the, the building from them. 
uh, in right. some capacity. Yep. Or just be right. voting, controlling members right. of the corporation. Right. If they already the own the building, sense. then it's yep. taken that way. And uh, uh, he calls it our, our hall company. Okay. So okay. they call it a hall yeah. company. Yep. Which is deal. Building yeah. corporation, temple corporation, hall company, those are usually... The Burn down the establishment. Yeah. Make the lodges mm-hmm. control it. Yeah. No, I'm seriously, and that's not, I, honestly, that's how I look. Because, again, Morningstar, you know, again, we only rent the space up here. But realistically, even if we own the whole building, say we own the whole damn building, right? The lodge should decide what goes in here. Because, again, you want to make a temple corp, and now let's say we get Evening Star chapter up here. It is raining like a mother out. Well, there there are other reasons, and they're usually legal reasons, to form a building corporation, right? It's the kind of... It, it's a separate Why can't entity. the lodges can't get insurance? Well, you can. I mean, you, you absolutely right. can. It's just... Lodge it, can get its own insurance. Let's say, and I'm not a lawyer, um, so I don't know this for a fact. I'm also not involved in insurance, so maybe worship over I could probably answer back, this you know? for you, but go ahead. But let's say somebody uh, comes to a, a function and breaks their leg and mm-hmm. decides to sue whoever owns the building, right? You think it's the first time I ever dug a hole? I'll dig the <laughs> hole. Give me the yeah, shovel. Yeah, I know. A lot, of, a lot of holes out in that <laughs> desert. <laughs> But like you know, it, it's your it's your lodge that's getting sued if there's no temple corporation. Otherwise, it's the corporation, which kind of protects, and to some extent, indemnifies the Tem- constituents of that. Yes and no. Yes and no. Because if you have that. insurance of the building through the lodge, they sue your insurance. They don't sue you. Well, okay. plus there is, and this that was the prevailing thought up until. I want to say six, seven years ago, where that Yale decision that caused our Grand oh, Lodge yeah. to change our liquor policy. Yep. yep. Because mm-hmm. at least the way that most building corporations are set up, you have officers of the building corporation. You have your, mm-hmm. your head of the building corp. You've got your secretary, treasurer. You've got so many officers. Mm-hmm. However, most building corporations state in their bylaws and charter that any member of the lodge is a member of the building corporation. You might not be an officer, mm-hmm. and you may not get a vote, depending on how the bylaws are written. However, you ha- you are a member of the building corporation. You have the right to attend any meeting. You can put in your input. I think that's that, how ours might, ours might be set up. And that's the part there where when they go after the building corporation, they're not just going to go after the, the officers. They're going to go after the members. Which then uh, opens up your entire lodge. So too. everybody shares liability. Exactly. And that's why, they ch- okay, that and that's why Grand Lodge changed. That's why uh, okay. Newt Bud Buckner was, was pounding the drum on that for years to change our policy because yeah. there was no protection. Yeah. Grand Lodge was protected, <coughs> but, but, we, the, were, but yeah. we were not. <laughs> as, as Lodge and Lodge members, even if you had never held, a, held an officer's position in the building corp or the lodge, you're still a member of that corporation by by the okay. bylaws. All right, brother. So uh, I think we can put a fork in this one now. All right. Where you got water coming in? Yeah. Do you really? Well, I don't know if it's coming from the ceiling. It might have just... It's probably... Could have been a bubble popped in the beer or something. Could be pee-pee. Or I'll look or, at the ceiling. Yeah. Or it's bouncing off the sill over there on the freaking window because it's pouring. It's pretty far, just taking some spit in the forehead from Mudry over there. I, I could have done that. No, I got, I got the spit sheet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Forget about um, that. Maybe I just got really excited. What? What happened? Was I imagining it or no? No. Maybe. Whatever. Yeah, maybe it's just splashing or something. We might need know. to start covering our equipment, and I'm not talking about your pants. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is raining torrentially. If it's going to leak, this would be the day that it would happen. And it would probably happen on air, and we'd probably get electrocuted or something. That's fine. Yeah. Um, 
It'll be the it'll be a shocking uh, shock, shocking episode. Anyway, shocking. let's uh, let's uh, let's get into this last part of it, and then uh, I just want to we're going to do a couple public service announcements to all of our listeners and watchers and everybody on you know who's listening on Apple, Spotify, or even on Facebook. Um, I think we've pretty much decided that we are going to dump Facebook. Um, and I've noticed that, uh, and I'll explain why, and I think we're going to move over to YouTube permanently. Just uh, for streaming, right? Just for streaming, yeah. live video. Uh, we're no longer going to go Facebook Live. Um, and a couple of reasons why, and I don't know if it's the case with us, but again, I, I when you guys know that I pay heavy attention to the analytics of things. Um, and... <sighs> How do I put this in the most diplomatic way I can put it? Facebook has been doing this thing where they, it's called shadow banning, where they just stop kind of making your content available to be seen. And it's been something that's been happening in a couple of uh, other you know, live stream events and everything. It's called shadow banning. And I'm not saying it's the case. I do know that we've seen a significant drop in the analytics of it, kind of toward the middle of COVID, kind of dived off. Um, and I couldn't figure out why there's no rhyme or reason for it. Sure, I'm sure people are busy and, you know, <clears throat> I'm sure people have, uh, you know, especially with COVID, everything being shut down. Now it's the mm -hmm. summertime. But impressions are going down. But impressions, impressions are, going, are going, down. going down. It's because people can't find the content as easily. That is the it. only way that can happen is if Facebook is their algorithms are uh, deprioritizing with our, certain uh, things. It's all those yeah. F Zuckerbergs that we threw uh, out. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we did. Um, so uh, that was, you yeah. took the words right out of my mouth. The impressions have nosedived very, very fast. Uh, in a very short amount of time, kind of when we started getting Wi-Fi, but you know, and you know, we were joking at that point, like, "Oh, Zuckerberg kicked us off again." Right. right. But now I'm actually seeing impressions mm -hmm. going from well, let's just round number a hundred, hundred and fifty, two hundred, whatever, and now it's down to like fifty. Is that true of? Uh other shows with similar content are they seeing uh, well similar i compare it to youtube and comparing it to youtube we are flying okay uh, i've watched facebook go literally down and i've watched youtube dramatically rise and it's honest to god we've been getting a new viewer on youtube almost every other day a new subscriber excuse me not viewer so and it doesn't even make sense because our streaming experience increased in quality tenfold when we got mm. Wi-Fi oh, and made some adjustments yeah. and stuff. And that happened at the same time that our impressions started going down. Mm -hmm. which Because they weren't able to just counter. cut the feed anymore. Right. So I think Facebook is going to, Facebook Lives are going to go bye-bye. Uh, we may keep uh, the, the Facebook page. We'll still keep community page, but uh, we're moving our platform. And, and again, we haven't really talked about this. This is kind of where I want to go with it. And again, we'll have a uh, we'll have a, a quick board meeting after this. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Come on, I haven't done that in a long time. You haven't. Um, it's been like six months. But I, I really think that this this is going to go bye bye. 
no more Facebook Live. We're going to switch over to YouTube. So if you guys are listening, watching, uh, let's see here, uh, Greg Schultz, Google owns YouTube. You're going to get censored there too. Uh, potentially. Yeah. Um, it's worth a try, I guess. And then he says move to Twitter. Yeah, no, I'm good. Twitter's just as bad. Um, but no, I'm, we're going to move over to YouTube and uh, we'll take it from there. So I guess what you're trying to say is if you are a watcher of the podcast and you watch our streamed content, um, head on over to our YouTube channel and like and subscribe. And then you can uh, set up notifications sure, yeah, for when we're, set up notifications when we're live. When we're live. Yeah. Uh, do, um, I, do I get to say smash that like button like a YouTuber? You most certainly can. You can even hold your finger up and say, so subscribe. Oh, that's freaking worth <laughs> And maybe we'll, uh, when we officially cut over, we'll do uh, some Puppet George stuff mm-hmm. to uh, yeah. give people a reason to search mm-hmm. us out. Um, honest to God, though, what we're going to do is we're going to switch over to YouTube. Um, and so from, from here on, I think, you know, after me and Joe and Ken talk about it, uh, which I think you guys are pretty much on board with me. Doesn't matter to me. Kind of no. briefly, me and Ken talked about it beforehand. You can't stop the signal, man. No. Um, Everything goes somewhere. And I get Thursdays and Sundays, we're going to go on YouTube starting this coming Thursday. So we can always post uh, links to that live stream on YouTube. On the Facebook, yeah, page uh-huh. too. If we yeah, make a that's what I want to do. But it's not going to be Facebook Live anymore. It's, uh, uh, it's not going to be live on Facebook. It'll be live on YouTube, and then I will post it to Facebook later, so you can watch it on YouTube. And uh, that's pretty much it. All right, you boys got it. Tied as balls up here. You want to cut it short? Sure. It actually cooled off a little bit. I'm not sweating. Yeah, we're an hour, and it's not that short. We're pretty much at 52 minutes. So. Thank you. All right. So, for the Freemasons podcast, I'm Right Worshipful Brother George Mudry signing off. Worshipful Brother Joe signing off. And Worshipful Brother Ken signing off. I picked up what you said, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see if you picked it up. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.